Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show, and this is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie. And in this episode, I'm actually not going to be the host. I am the guest. I was invited to speak on a podcast of a podiatrist, Dr. Donald Pelto, and he has a great following within the podiatry industry, and him and I had connected through uh, strategic coach. We're both members there, and he wanted to have me on to speak about marketing and maybe how it relates, you know, chiropractic, podiatry, things like that. There's a ton of crossover. And so he asked me some great questions, and I tried to provide as much information as I could uh, to his audience. But he was kind enough to um, also provide me with the audio to uh, share with, with you. And so his podcast, Healthy Living Practice Management, is uh, mainly geared towards podiatrists, but the interview and the questions and, and the, uh, the answers I gave are very applicable uh, to the chiropractic profession, and I thought you would benefit from some of that. So that is our podcast episode for today, and we'll get back onto our regularly scheduled program. Got some great interviews lined up, got some topics, some solo rounds that I'll be doing, and we're going to keep this thing going. We're rolling on our four-year anniversary coming up in a month or two, so that's exciting. Been uh, added each week for four years and going to keep on going. So uh, if you have any guest ideas, topic ideas you'd love to hear, just post. Uh, you could Facebook message me. You could email me at kevin at moderndeskjockey.com. You can post in the Facebook group, Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group on Facebook, and uh, I'll make that happen. So here's the interview that I had or was the uh, guest on with Dr. Donald Pelto. Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. I'm Don Pelto and I have Dr. Kevin Christie here. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. And Kevin, you're within the chiropractic realm, and we both kind of are involved in a, in a group coaching called Strategic Coach for a number of years. And I, I just feel like you're doing a lot of great things with, within your profession, but I think it has some applicability uh, outside of the chiropractic realm. So let's kind of get into it. If you, if you want to tell me a little bit your story, how, how, how you got into chiropractic, how you got interested in, in personal improvement and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was an athlete growing up and I became a chiropractor because I had plenty of sports injuries and uh, my chiropractor helped me out a lot. So I decided at 17 to do that. And fortunately enough, I stuck with that. And I always had a kind of a flair for for working with athletes and into sports. So I really, really dove into that when I was at Florida State for undergrad and then chiropractic school as well. And then I just been fortunate, you know, when I graduated in 2005, I built a practice around sports injuries in South, I'm in South Florida. Um, and I had some really good opportunities and I was clinically based first. You know, it's interesting now, a lot of people in, in my profession kind of know me as the marketing and business person, but I really was clinically minded. And I, um, I've, been the clinical director for an NFL combine program for about 12 years now. Uh, I've done a lot with different sports. I traveled on the PGA tour for a year working with golfers. So we've um, had a very fun time working with high level athletes. And that's how my practice is still 
based off of, and I still treat patients twice a week and do uh, coaching and consulting uh, the other days a week. So it's a nice, well-rounded uh, life that I'm living now. That's wonderful. And, and you also get to help other chiropractors and, and, yeah. and that's something that you've been doing for how long? How, how Do you enjoy that? Is that kind of your passion now? It, it, it's definitely a big part of my passion. You know, I found myself five days a week, patient care was starting to burn me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so when I made the the leap to just twice a week, it's kept patient care very um, passionate for me. And I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then working with chiropractors and working with organizations on marketing has definitely been a big, a big, uh, just excitement, right? It just kind of reinvigorated me. I'm yeah. uh, 41 now. I've 16 years in practice. It's kind of that halfway point, maybe, and it's been fun to to really dive into this. And it really started in 2015. You know, it, it's it was a you know strategic coach talks about strategic byproducts, mm-hmm. and I started with strategic coach in 2013, and then I think it was 20 early 2015. I got this letter from them about Joe Polish this marketing guy who I'd never heard of. So I, and he had a podcast, so I checked that out and that got me down the marketing rabbit hole. Um, and so I just, honestly, I started a Facebook group in July of 2016 called the modern chiropractic marketing group and uh, it grew. And then that spawned my podcast of the same name and so on and so forth. I didn't monetize it at all for a couple of years. I just was building an audience around this, uh, this topic. And so it's been, it's been fun to see it grow. That's awesome. Well, we'll get into a couple of questions that might be helpful for our listeners. Uh, let's let's start here. What is the most profitable idea that you can share with those that are here listening, regardless of the area of profession? What do you think is the the best thing that's the best kept secret for making people more profitable? Yeah, and you know, I'm actually very familiar with the podiatry uh, field. My my ex, I was married to a podiatrist for for a while, and so I I know it very well. Um, and so, and I helped a little bit with with marketing for her and such. And so, uh, I think I'll, there's a lot of crossover between a chiropractic practice and a, and a, a podiatric practice in a lot of ways. And I think. One of the best things I know chiropractors can do, and I do believe the same for your profession, is um, having a really good content marketing strategy towards your patient base. Everybody thinks of new patients um, or in some businesses, new clients. But for us, we always hear about getting new patients, getting new patients. And, and we will, you know, not every doctor does this, but a lot of doctors do marketing for new patients, which is great. We got to do that. There's no doubt. Um, but if you actually did a lot of good content marketing, education-based marketing to people that have already been in your office that just maybe have forgotten about you or don't think about you. I I always like Dan Kennedy's analogies. You got to put this fence around your cattle, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what content marketing is. That's the fence and your patient base, whether they've been in last week or last year or five years ago, that's part of your patient base. And if you can get good educational information around them consistently, they will come to you more often. They will refer to you more often. They'll be more loyal patients. And if you can get that person to say, oh, that's my podiatrist, that's a key distinction versus say, oh yeah, I've, I've been to a podiatrist before, or I've been to this doctor before. Like if you can get them to the point where they say, oh, you got to see my podiatrist, that's someone that's not going to leave you for a while. And they're going to refer a lot. And in my opinion, emailing your patients with educational content 
is great. Sending them newsletters in the mail is great. Uh, social media, you can do so many crazy things with social media now. It's great. Like you could take your email list. And this is what we do in my practice. Let's say you have 3,000 patient emails that you email them, you know, once a week, twice a month, whatever it is, you can actually funnel that into a Facebook audience. And if they have that email address affiliated with that Facebook account, it'll sort into an audience. So if you've got 2,000 and, you know, maybe 1,200 of them have Facebook accounts associated with that email, you now have an audience where you could shoot videos or write blogs and, or post content and, and run it to that you know, you, you got to pay a little bit now with Facebook. It's definitely pay to play, but you can get that content in front of those people consistently. So they're con they're constantly seeing your information and you're being useful. You're not spamming them or just running brand awareness ads. So you're being very useful. Those are some great tips, I think. Now, what is one of the main reasons why doctors in general don't do uh, content? You called it content marketing. Yeah, why I think, don't, what's the reason why not to do it? Why is never? I, I think there's variations, you know, of why. I think some of it's psychology, right? Like you just like I'm a doctor, I don't need to do marketing. What I love about content marketing is it's basically invisible marketing. You know, I wholeheartedly agree that our patients don't want to be marketed to. And when you do content marketing, they don't feel like they're being marketed to. They just feel like you're an educator in the community and you're providing them with useful, valuable health information. And now you become an, um, really an expert in that community to the eyes of a lot of people. So mm -hmm. I think there is a psychology of doctors thinking marketing is bad and spammy and trashy. And we've seen bad marketing. We've seen podiatrists do bad marketing. We've seen orthopedists do bad marketing. I know I've seen a zillion chiropractors do the worst marketing in the world, which is why I have a job now, I think, in <laughs> teaching chiropractors how to do marketing. So I think that's one. Two is time. You know, that's a big one, right? Like um, busy doctors. And so I think um, the mindset has to be, um, if you're busy and, you're, and your margins are correct, you know, and you're not spending money frivolously, you should have uh, healthy profits if you're busy and you should be able to outsource a lot of this to someone to have it done. So it's not like necessarily you have to do the marketing, but your practice should be doing marketing. So I think those are uh, two of the the main reasons yeah. why. And then some of it, like the third would be just, just, they don't know what they don't know. Right. Yep. Don't know where to start. Don't know how to do it. It's just something, it's a whole other, I mean, people get MBAs and marketing degrees and this type of stuff. Right. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years and we've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it and she does a great job. If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today.
Look, you've heard me talk about ChiroUp before, and I'll talk about them again. For those of you that aren't familiar with ChiroUp or haven't checked them out, what they are doing is amazing. I just love their clinical expertise and how they really help the chiropractor and help the chiropractor help their patient base. Right? ChiroUp is an online platform designed by two chiropractors, Dr. Tim Bertelsman and Dr. Brandon Steele. They have nailed down the three things that chiropractors want and then created the resources to accomplish these goals all in one online system. Look, if you want to save more time, treat more conditions confidently, and grow your practice, then you need to try ChiroUp. Their subscribers love ChiroUp because the resources are practice game changers. I love them because I feel like we don't know how to create content sometimes and we struggle with ideas or feeling confident in what we're talking about and Kyra really helps solve that for you and you will love them because of their commitment to work with you and your unique practice goals seriously go to their website check out their plans and see what they're all about first-time subscribers can get 15 percent off their monthly subscription with the code christy 15 that's christy 15 for 15 percent off your monthly subscription that's great, Kevin. I think we I think we covered that one. That was a great uh, about profitability. Let's talk. Let's just shift gears now. We're going to talk about efficiency. Yeah. Um, all of us are trying to be more efficient, kind of squeeze more lemon out of the lemon, lemon out of the lemons. And, yeah. and what is your what are some of the great tips or what's one great tip that you could share with the listeners here? Yeah, I actually wrote a chapter in in my book where you want to try to put everything through this funnel of automation delegation and optimization, right? And so you ask yourself is I, okay, um, can I automate this, right? Can this just be done autom automatically? Um, and if it can, great, do that. That's uh, really good, right? Uh, an example of that is say in uh, MailChimp is an email service. It's a platform where you can email your patients. Um, our new patients, when they come in, they get a sequence of four emails over eight days automatically. They just, we put them together, we drew up, the, we, we wrote out the emails with the templates in. And again, you may want to have someone do this for you, but now we enter in a new patient there and they automatically get these emails. So it's set it and forget it. So that's an example of, of automation. If you can't automate it, can you delegate it? And the questions there are, is do you have a team member um, that could do it without straining them? You know, right? You don't want your medical assistant doing a social media post if they're just completely swamped doing that type of stuff. It's gotta be somewhat within their unique ability. So you wanna have a proper delegation. If you don't have the team member for it internally, can you outsource it to to somebody and, and do that? And that kind of goes along that who not how book that Dan Sullivan just wrote with mm -hmm, Strategic mm -hmm. Coach. Like instead of asking how can you do this, uh, ask who can do it for you. Um, and if then lastly, if you can't delegate it to someone, you want to try to optimize it, right? Like you can't, unfortunately, I'd love to be able to delegate patient notes, right? I'm sure you would too. And it's like, I always say, uh, patient notes are like taxes. No one wants to do it. No one likes them, but you have to do it. But there's are, there are obviously ways you can optimize, uh, your patient note systems and templates and things of that nature. There's things in there. So. That's great. I think that's some great advice. I know some people are using medical scribes mm -hmm. and virtual scribes and, and things like that, but I haven't got into that, but I've heard of it. Yeah. It's it, the technology is getting better. So that's good. I think that's great. So mm -hmm. um, for those, for, I think we explained it too, and we're going to put some references. We'll put a reference to your book underneath it. Oh, and please, they can learn more on the bottom of this video here or this podcast. Appreciate it. And uh, 
And lastly, we're going to talk about um, how to keep accountable. And, and, the, and, and so this is something that's been kind of a passion since starting coach is we can know, you can have this knowledge about how to get more profitable, how to get more efficient, but how do you take action? Dan Kennedy talks a lot about like action Jackson. How do you take action and be accountable to things? What have you found that's worked for you and for a lot of your clients to, to Kate? To, to yeah. Accountability? accountability is interesting, right? It's the same with our patients. We, we, we try to get our, we try to hold our patients accountable um, to do things, right? Like I know, do you do a lot with diabetics? I know my ex did where, mm-hmm. you know, you could sit there and have conversation 23 times about eating habits and not losing a foot. And then, you know, six months later, she's amputating a foot, right? <laughs> Cause they didn't do anything. And so accountability is, is, is obviously the Holy grail for a lot of things. And we try to do our best to communicate that, um, to our patient base and our team members as well. Um, I, I do sort of hold myself accountable is yes, I have strategic coach, but then I do have a, a kind of like a one-on-one coach as well. So I feel like having a coach or a consultant can help. So you're not left on an island and that you are, you know, being checked here and there. Um, That's what I do with a lot of my clients. And I use certain tools that I have. One of them is an indicator scorecard that is actually tracking leading and trailing indicators. So a lot of people will complain that they don't have enough new patients or office visits or revenue. Um, and, and they'll set these um, trailing indicator goals, which is things that you just can't change. Um, the revenue for last month was what it was. And you can't just hope that your revenue gets better or your more new patients. You actually have to perform the leading indicators that we're going to do that. You know? So if you want more referrals from the primary care doctors in your town, and you say you have a goal of 20 per month of referrals from primary cares, just setting that goal isn't going to make it happen. But then if you set a leading indicator of, you know, meeting with five uh, primary care doctors uh, per, per quarter or per month, whatever time you have, and actually doing that and, you know, like this, it's got a calendar and you check off, okay, we did one this week, two last week, and and really focusing on those leading indicators. Those are the things that will actually make those trailing indicators go in the positive direction. So I try to use that to hold accountability for um, practice analytics and things like that. Yeah, I think that's key. And this is something we do not learn in school. No, This no. is something that I think a lot of us just think, well, I'm just, I'm a good doctor. And if I'm good enough, they'll just come to me. And, and some people have that privilege. Yeah. They live in a place where there's no one else for 500 miles and, and you're it. Yeah. But I think these, these indicators, let's dive a little bit deeper on someone. Let's say they don't have a coach and they, they're, they're just starting out. They've been in practice three or four years. Mm-hmm. What are some of these, what do you, would you recommend a Google sheet, a piece of paper, writing down just a couple of tasks and how many do you start with to not overwhelm with like 250 tasks or three tasks? What do you recommend for people? For like the indicator scorecard? Yeah. I just, you can use a Google sheet and then get clear on what your metrics would be like, you know, new patients, office visits, revenue, primary care referrals, whatever else you think that would help move the needle and then do the leading indicators, right? Maybe it's um, shooting four videos a month on educational material. Maybe it's running Google ads in your, your community. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's meeting with primary care physicians. Um, all these, the, the, all those different things that, you know, inherently work would be great. You know, I've got some docs that do public speaking in their community right now is a little tricky with COVID. And so some of the things are on the back burner and that's, that's tough, but I think that's a great way of doing it. Um, if you're, 
if you're a younger doc in practice or you've got a lot more time than patients right now, which at some point we were all, we were all there, right? You know, it's like mm-hmm. you have more time. I, I like the uh, referral directory concept. And so if I've got a patient that comes in and I'm just going to use an example and you can apply this to say any podiatry in certain ways. But, you know, if Bob comes in and he's got shoulder issues from working out and he's got a personal trainer, Mary, um, I asked Bob's like, Oh, would you mind if I reached out to your trainer and had a conversation with her about your situation and what we can do to try to co-manage that. Right. Cause I look at, um, I look at personal or fitness trainers as kind of an extension of healthcare in a ways. Mm-hmm. And so we want to keep that person active and working out because we know all the health benefits of it, but we may have to change some things. So I will go out of my way to have that conversation with that mutual contact. Now, we're not going to ask Bob for his financial advisor <laughs> and, and start schmoozing with everybody, you know, like using our patient base as like this giant network accelerator, but it can be if it makes sense, right? So like I'm, I'm sure there's certain mutual contacts that a patient has that would be great for you to contact, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think those are, are great tips. I, I think it all comes to being proactive and taking action mm-hmm. and, yeah. and getting over the fear of, of doing that. Well, Kevin, I, I think we've covered a, a lot here. Mm-hmm. And, and once again, it's all about taking action on the things that we, we talked about today. Yep. Um, if people want to learn a little bit more about what you do, and it is yours chiropractic specific, or would other other professions yeah. benefit from listening to what you're what you're producing in terms of content? I actually have other doctors listening. It, it, you know, I've definitely niched into my brand as far as chiropractic, but I've got I've actually coached some other docs before, and um, we've got definitely people listening to the podcast and, and the Facebook group that are um, different specialties. So, yeah. um, and and I think a lot of it applies for sure. And uh, so, yeah, they could check out modernchiropracticmarketing.com. And that's my website, a bunch of information there, including the book of the same name. I've kept it pretty, <laughs> there's, there's good and bad of my name, Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group. One is modern's great because no matter what, it's always going to be modern. I'm using it, you know, but the other part is the problem of it is, is people expect me to keep up with all the modern marketing technologies, like this latest one is Clubhouse. Have you heard that? I have. And so it's like, I don't want another social media platform, but I feel like I have to get on there and start learning about it. Just like TikTok six months ago. <laughs> it's like, this is never ending chasing your tail type of thing with social media. Yeah. Well, good. I'll leave uh, the show notes underneath here. And uh, I want to thank you so much for your time. This was a lot of fun and learned a lot. And I think we gave some great value. Definitely. Thank you for everything. And I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.